0: Welcome to the Real Life English Podcast, where we help dedicated English learners just like you cultivate the courage, the confidence, and the skills that you need to understand real-life native English, to communicate clearly with people from all around the world, and to make your life an epic global adventure. Now, are you ready to go beyond the classroom and start living your English? Can I get an aww, yeah? Yeah. Are you afraid of making mistakes in
1: English? Well, being a successful English learner means having the courage to fail, dust yourself off and try again, and again, and again. In today's episode, I'm joined by a very special guest who will share her English learning journey and how she went from fear to fluency. Boys and girls, citizens of the world, this is Casse from Real Life English, where we believe that listening to podcasts is a fun, natural, convenient, and alluring way to learn English. So download this podcast and listen to it while you're at the car wash, bungee jumping, or even surfing. Okay, so today I'm joined in the global studio by the amazing Nia. Welcome, Nia. Hi, happy to be back. I'm just curious, Nia. Um, Can you tell us how you would be listening to this podcast while you're surfing?
2: <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe we could go with uh, some waterproof uh, earphones, oh, right? So just like yeah. when you are um, at the gym, working out, you know, if you're doing your daily surf, just put on your <laughs> waterproof uh, earphones and listen to our podcast.
1: <laughs> that is awesome. Like,
2: have you have you been surfing before? No, I haven't. What is a shame, right? Because I live in Brazil. Mm-hmm. We have this beautiful beaches, but yeah,
1: never took on surfing lessons. <laughs> <laughs> is it something that you'd like to do though? One day, out of curiosity. Alright, so I thought that for today we could do two warm-up questions um, because I'm curious to know your answers to both of these, but I thought we could start with one light question and then one a little bit more linked to the topic of today, which is all about your journey so the first one that I have is, would you rather travel back in time to meet your ancestors or travel to the future to meet your descendants?
2: Oh, that's a good question. Um, I want to say my ancestors um, because it's their background, their history, the things that they went through that gave me the opportunity to be here today. I don't know. It's always interesting and exciting, the idea of traveling to the future and seeing how things are going to go. But (laughs) I mean, I I don't think I would have much control there. But with my life right now, you know, I can um, be grateful and I can shape things. So, yeah, I think I would go back in time.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I think I do the same. It's a really great answer. The next question I have for you is... If you could magically become fluent in any language, what would it be?
2: Uh, I don't know. I want to say Mandarin, maybe. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because I, I think it's something so foreign, you know, to me right now. Because, you know, like, of course, I want to be fluent in Spanish and Italian and French, but those languages are, you know, they are easier in a way because they are close to the language that I speak as my first language. Whereas Chinese, it's, you know, it's a different way of writing. It's a different way of reading. It's everything is new. So I think would be an amazing challenge. And I would have a lot of people to connect to to speak and practice the language as well. So yeah, I want to go with Chinese.
1: Great. Okay, so uh, let's jump into another question, which I think is just going to lead us into the main topic of today. And I would like to ask you, Nia, if you were to give one word or idea that was crucial for your development as an English learner. What would it be?
2: Oh, that's an amazing question. I think I have so many lessons learned. <laughs> um, but I want to say seize every opportunity because I think when I started approach, approaching learning with that mindset of, you know, every single opportunity, every single interaction, every, uh, you know, moments that I have to speak this language, to study this language is an opportunity to learn and it will put me closer to fluency. So yeah, I think that's the main idea. I'll seize every
1: opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's reminding me of the Dead Poet Society quote that Chiago referred to in one of the other um, podcast episodes, the seize the day, carpe diem um, kind of Uh, you know, way of living your life where you're really taking advantage of every possible um, opportunity that you have. Okay, so here at Real Life English, we believe in the power of community and the benefits that come from connecting with others, especially when it comes to language learning. And Nia, I know that one impactful experience for you was spending time in the U.S. and interacting with people from various nationalities. So can you share more about the influence that this had on your English and on your life?
2: I think for me, the, the main thing is that it definitely opens up my eyes to this diverse world that we live in. Um, it's really easy for us to create, you know, uh, concepts and stereotypes and, you know, believe the things are true. But when you meet people, uh, you know, from different nationalities from different places with different upbringings. That changed everything. Everything that you thought you believed <laughs> uh, or that you grew up believing in, uh, it's changed. So I think for me, that was a huge impact that the experience had on my life. And it was one of the main reasons why I became a teacher <laughs> as well.
1: So tell me, was there anything that you remember that stood out about your experience learning English in terms of like maybe one particular situation or something that happened that you would like to share that was quite significant for you during your, your language learning journey?
2: I think one of my biggest fears, as uh, you know, I, I'm sure that many learners have, is like, will people understand me? But I would never had thought if I would understand people. <laughs> so because, you know, I had I had the experience that we have here, you know, listening to, to the media or even, you know, the course books, uh, CDs back in the day and, and all of that. So I had no idea what to expect and that never crossed my mind. So this one day, my first week in the West, you know, I could understand the people around the house that I stayed, but then I decided, you know, to go on a little adventure. And I went to the subway, um, you know, the fast food chain restaurants, the the subway. Um, and I had no idea what like all those type of bread were, you know, like all the things that you could put on your, you know, in your sandwich and stuff. And then here I am, you know, in line, then it's my turn. And the girl just starts asking me, would you like this? This is the net. And then like, like, all those sort of questions, and and it's like, oh my god, I have no idea what you know the type of bread, and it just say yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I think she thought I was crazy or whatever. Bottom line is, I ended up with like a huge sandwich. <laughs> With a bunch of things that I didn't like because I kept saying yes to all the you know the sauces and all the ingredients and everything and then like (laughs) here I am because I couldn't I couldn't make sense you know of like how fast she was speaking and I didn't know the context of the restaurant you know like what am I going to what I need to expect I didn't know the names of you know the the vegetables and the types of meat and all of that I was you know a, a intermediate learner starting to get into the intermediate level. So that was uh, really funny because I ended up having to eat a very disgusting <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> I paid for it, so, yeah. And I, I didn't even have the words to go and say, okay, I don't want this because, you know. But, <laughs> but anyway, I think that's a, a funny story. And uh, what happened was uh, I, I went back to my host family's uh, house and I told them what happened. Of course, they laughed. and But then I said, you know, I, I want to eat a good sandwich. So I, I asked them, can you teach me, you know, everything that I need to know about that particular restaurant? So you know, the 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 types of bread, the you know, the fillings that you can have, the the vegetables and everything, so I can have a decent uh, sandwich next time I go back. So that's what I did. I took notes of everything and I kind of played around with the things that I liked, and then I went back there. I don't know, maybe two days later, and then. I asked for you know a good sandwich. That's
1: perfect. I love it. I'm just I'm so curious to know what was on your sandwich. Like it's...
2: <laughs> Everything. There were like you know <laughs> I, I can't like, really remember. There were like there were olive, there was there was lettuce, tomatoes, like three different types of cheese that <laughs> don't agree with each other. <laughs> you know like and. It was a thirty centimeter sandwich. That was the worst part. Was not even the half of it. Was the because I couldn't understand the metric system, like the their system, right? B- which is different.
1: Then I ended up like this huge thing, but you know. <laughs> I have to say though, I think that I would be in the same situation as you because I also don't understand their system. Like I would have to ask questions as well. So I, I don't think it's like the the worst.
2: <laughs> Back then, I used to walk with you know, like my clothing size and like all the main important things. I would have you know a cheat sheet. <laughs> so I like, you know if I were to buy some clothes or if I were to you know go to the restaurant or whatever, I needed you know to use a different a system. Then I would kind of know <laughs> you know the things,
1: but. Yeah. yeah you mentioned a cheat sheet mm-hmm. what is a cheat sheet
2: so a cheat sheet is um you know when you write uh like when you're at school and then you kind of you know write the answers for the test and then you you know in an attempt to cheat the test because you you think you wouldn't remember so that's the same word that we can use when you write down some important information that you don't want to forget and that you kind of, you know, you can consult uh, when you need to, to consult it, right?
1: Okay, so another question that I have for you is, what are the rewards and frustrations of learning a second language? Is it better to be bilingual, multilingual, or monolingual?
2: I think my biggest frustration is when I can't immediately translate something in either, you know, of the languages. So sometimes I have like the perfect, you know, sentence or the perfect quote or whatever in Portuguese, but there is no correlation to English. There's nothing I can say in English that's going to be as accurate as it is in Portuguese. And then if the person that I'm speaking to doesn't, you know, speak Portuguese, they would never actually get the idea that I'm trying to convey. And the opposite is true as well. Sometimes I'm in a, in a conversation in Portuguese and there's like the perfect expression in English, but I can't, you know, translate. So that's a big frustration. And I have to tell you guys, your brain just goes crazy, <laughs> you know? I, I, I'm sure you understand what I'm saying, Cassie, but, you know, sometimes you, you start writing a sentence in one language and then you insert a word in another language and then, you know, like just becomes this whole mess of, you know, languages and, and stuff. So it's not really a frustration, but, you know, there are some, you know, um Pitfalls of speaking two
1: languages, right? Sometimes. I want to ask you, like, is there a word for this? Like, this messy situation that you're describing um, in Portuguese? Because here in South Africa, we do have um, a word for when we combine two languages uh, together. Because we do that. We tend to do it here because we are a multilingual country. And most people speak more than two languages. In my case, I'm only bilingual but um we have a word for when we mix the languages so we start speaking in english and we might end the sentence in a different language <laughs> and the word is we call it kitchen english like that's the english translation um and it just means like almost like cooking you're creating something new out of two the ingredients are two languages and the end is the end result is is a new language i love this i love okay. this <laughs>
2: this expression uh i cannot think of you know uh a word or expression in portuguese right now but i do know the like the technical term in you know teaching literature we call this translanguaging uh you know when you know the the child or even the adult is able to switch between uh two languages or they you know uh start uh a sentence with one language and then they use a word from a different language, you know, halfway through the sentence, so we call it translanguaging, but yeah, it's not as fun as kitchen English, because I love this idea of, you know, it's almost like you're building something new, right, and if you think about kitchen, that's where, you know, people communicate, right, like if you sit around the table and you're cooking and all of that, there's a lot of interaction going on there, um, so I love it. <laughs> the rewards of speaking a second language i think there are so many but for me i think the biggest one is like you expand your worldview as i mentioned uh, in the first question you know you start to consume things to read things to understand things uh that you didn't before uh, and i think that's uh priceless you know language comes with culture comes with history right comes with uh many different things. So if we are able to uh, be inside that universe that you know each language carries, I don't know. It makes you a much more understanding person and uh, makes you someone who is able to uh, respect other, you know, cultures. You know, it just be- you become a nicer person, someone nice to talk to, you know, someone that can uh, share stories, that can share experiences. So, yeah, the reward is really worth it. <laughs> you know, the frustrations, the tears, the blood, sweat and tears that you go through when you are learning <laughs> a new language.
0: Just a quick interruption to ask you a question. Do you ever feel frustrated when you are listening to a podcast, watching a TV series, or you are in a conversation in English and you do not understand what is said? Wouldn't it be great if there was some way to understand real English without getting lost and without getting bored? Well, now there is. With our Real Life Native Immersion course, we will take you on a 41-week real-life adventure of the English language, each week exploring a different topic connected to our goal to help you understand and use your English in the real world. Just imagine understanding your favorite TV series without subtitles, or confidently speaking with someone and comprehending everything they say. You can do it, and we're here to help. And the best part is, you can try it for free with our three-part power learning series. Just go to reallifeglobal.com slash pod to sign up. That's P-O-D. Or simply click the link in the description of this episode.
1: it's, it's really wonderful like the things that you've explained so far in terms of the rewards and the frustrations um and i'm thinking that like there are so many rewards of course to um speaking another language and i think the main one is as you mentioned being able to connect um with other people you also mentioned like expanding your world view i think so far i'm really just amazed by by your journey but before we get even deeper into Um, To that, I think we should jump over to a shout out from one of our dear listeners.
2: Today's shout out goes to Glenn and they say real life app was the most interesting, marvelous and helpful app. Mostly my listening skills became impeccable. Furthermore, this app motivated to speak with other English language learners. All in all, I would like to recommend this app for all English learners. They can get numerous experiences by using this app. Oh, that's amazing.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Blen. (laughs) Thank you so much, Blen, for that really lovely shout out. And if you head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review, next week we might be shouting you out. So, Nia, um, I would love to know, what is the biggest positive consequence that learning a foreign language has had on your life?
2: Um, Well, I work at real life right now. No. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, can you believe how amazing it is for you to, you know... uh, Us here at Real Life, we are, you know, in different places of the world and we are connected, you know, um, because of this language, right? So I think that's an amazing thing. I had this amazing journey because I spoke um, English, right? I had two opportunities to, you know, study in the U.S. with a full scholarship, something that my family could never afford, could not even imagine. I'm the first one in my family to have a college degree. So that's amazing. It only happens because uh, of English. So I think everything that have been, um, all the positive things that have been happening in my life and all the things that I'm being able to accomplish, they uh, happened because I spoke a second language. It, it may sound cheesy. It may sound, you know, that I'm, you know, <laughs> trying to, to say that, you know, uh, English is the thing, but it is. Uh, it, it changes your lives because, uh, we are in an interconnected world right now. And it is. It makes a huge change.
1: Mm. What does interconnected mean?
2: Interconnected. It means that there is one thing that connects us all. In this case, when we think of an interconnected world, it's not like each country is doing their individual things, right? But, you know, if you think of uh, business trades, uh, the language, the media, the social media platforms, right? We are interconnected. So there are those things that connect us all.
1: That's true. I I just want to say, like, for me, when I think of this question, you know, I have some Korean friends, Japanese friends, Portuguese friends. And I feel like it wouldn't have happened if I didn't, you know, make that first step of trying to connect and learn a new language. Um, but I feel that um, this, this, what you said, you mentioned that it completely transformed your life. Like every, you know, every area of your life was positively impacted. By this.
2: Yeah, it, it is. It is life changing. It is life changing. And and now I'm, you know, like making a big effort to, you know, uh become fluent in Spanish as well. And you know, just with my studies, I'm already, you know, uncovering so many great new things in terms, you know, of a uh, literature, of things that I'm consuming. So yeah, it, it brings a whole new uh perspective to things when you learn a foreign language.
1: We have one more question here, Nia, and this one is quite a, a light one. Um it's what is the most amazing intercultural experience you've had because of speaking another language?
2: Oh my god. Uh- <laughs> One that is really uh, dear to me was uh, while I was studying in the U.S., we had this group of international students, right? So we were people from uh, Brazil, Colombia, India, Ghana, uh, Pakistan, Indonesia. And there was one day that we were celebrating one of our, you know, friends' uh, birthday, and we were simply, like, everyone sitting around the table we had like this sort of coffee table uh, in the living room so each person brought a dish you know from you know their country some small snacks things that they could find and we were all sitting around the table you know uh, eating those different things and discussing oh what is it made of and all of that but you know we were simply people at that moment. You know, you know, that realization that was not like me from Brazil, you know, that person from Indonesia, that person from Pakistan. No, we were just friends chatting, talking, talking about our experiences. You know, that for me was, I don't know, it's something that I always remember. It's been almost eight years now and I can't put myself in that moment again. You know, I can picture exactly when it was happening because... Wow. It was so amazing. And we started sharing about, you know, even more like more personal things like relationships and, and how we, we deal. And we know that, you know, for, for each culture is different, but you know, just like the openness to listen and not judge and, you know, understand what, you know, other people come from and, you know, uh, the choices that they make or they don't make. Uh, that was amazing. So for me, I think that's, uh, that my, my best experience was sitting around that table, you know, talking to people. I wasn't talking to nationalities. I was talking to people. So, uh, I know that, you know, like having uh, an opportunity like this may be difficult for many people, but I think, uh, with our app, you can, like, they can have bits of it, right? <laughs> you can get, you know, you connect with someone from a different culture and, you know, just be open to, you know, ask questions to share to you know have that exchange because it it is really valuable you need to be open to it uh and it is uh life-changing so yeah start with you know bits of it and who knows maybe you can you know make friends all over the world and get to experience that uh,
1: and at a higher level this is true i think with the real life english app you know it's absolutely free it's absolutely convenient. You can do it anytime, anywhere. And I mean, I, I think that what you said now is is a very key point, which is that like you have to be open to it. You have to be willing to maybe speak to someone from a race or cultural background that you've never Uh, encountered before
2: and ask questions right I I don't think like don't approach a conversation with you know like oh I I already know everything I need to know about this country or about this or about that because you don't that's the thing we don't right because regardless of where someone comes from and of course you know culture has a huge impact we are people with different you know personal experiences and that can be really enriching right? To get to know a person. So yeah, just ask questions, you know, be open to answer questions as well. And then, yeah, it can be an amazing experience.
1: Yeah, I, I'm so happy that you were able to share this with, with myself and obviously with the learners as well, with the audience listening. I feel like you've inspired me to want to get out there and, and maybe add another one or two languages <laughs> to my my repertoire. So, firstly, thank you so much, Nia, for joining um, this episode. It was really inspiring and motivating. And I really hope that you're going to join us again really soon.
2: I hope this helps, you know, uh, learners all over the world to feel empowered uh, in their journeys. And, yeah, I'll be happy to be back.
1: Awesome. So, we really do hope that you enjoyed today's episode if you did, leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts suggesting a topic for future episodes. Hopefully, you'll be back for next week's episode, and we look forward to seeing you then. One, two,
0: three. Oh, yeah. Hey again, I hope you enjoyed today's lesson. Don't be a stranger. You can find all the notes like vocabulary, links, and more for this lesson on our blog at reallifeglobal.com. And connect with us and on Instagram at reallife.english for even more fun English recommendations. Do you want to continue your learning and get confident, fluent English? Then I have a couple great recommendations for you. First of all, check out our YouTube channel, Learn English With TV Series, where you can have fun learning to understand fast-speaking natives with your favorite movies, series, and more without getting lost, without missing the jokes, and without subtitles. Second, if you like our podcast, then our Real Life Native Immersion course is perfect for you. It is the next best thing to studying abroad in an English-speaking country. Try it for free with our three-part power learning series. Just go to reallifeglobal.com pod to sign up. Finally, if you are enjoying our podcast, then please assist us in helping more people go beyond the classroom and live their English. You can do this by sending a link to this podcast to a friend, or by leaving us a five-star review wherever you are listening. We might even shout you out on the podcast. Stay healthy and safe, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Aw yeah!